Java, this is your last chance. Free us or die. <laughs> this is Return of the Pod. Right, sons, many boats, and welcome to Return of the Pod, a podcast about Star Wars and more, where we discuss and celebrate the movie, shows, books, comics, games, and everything else from the galaxy far, far away, and will occasionally journey to other galaxies. Every generation is a legend, every legend is a podcast, and this is ours. I am your host, Disgraced Jedi and Force Mystic Brian Sillam, and joining me are the greatest co-hosts in the galaxy, starting with former Force-sensitive Assassin's Guild member turned droids rights activist turned daimyo of the furless, Caitlin Bush. Hello there. And the smuggler with a not-so-secret heart of gold, Captain Matt Romano. Greetings. We are still en route to an undisclosed location, but we only have about a week's worth of traveling left. Caitlin, you want to you give me another more of those? Because that was nice. Undisclosed. Ooh. Undisclosed. Ooh. Undisclosed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's this right. This is an ASMR podcast now. Yeah, yeah. Was that weird? We're off to a fine start. <laughs> um, anyway, so we, we, like I said, we only have a week's worth of traveling left, so that's good. Uh, yeah, with us God. as always. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a long it's time been here. Yeah, it's, it's been, been a long. It's, it's, it's been your ship. Yeah, well, I know. I mean, hey, listen. Cabin yeah. fevery here. Yeah, I love this place, but I mean, every once in a while, you gotta, you know, stop and smell the roses. You know what I'm talking about? Like, we gotta yeah, put this thing down. Stop. Stop. Stop, stop! Stop and smell this. We've passed several fun star systems that we could have stopped yeah, by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The green one. We passed the green one. That looked fun. The green fun. one was nice. Yeah, the green one looked really I good. Know, I know you want to see Felucia's biggest ball of gum, Caitlin, but you know we have places to be. <laughs> hey, it's a lot of with gum. Us, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a lot of gum. It's a lot of gum. <laughs> <laughs> with us, <laughs> this is going great. Oh, one one, one, oh, one one listener recently is like, even when they do go off the rails, LOL. I was like, we, we don't do it that often. It's <laughs> is, like, it? No. is it? Li- literally no. always in the first five minutes. There you um, go. With us is our reprogrammed, speaking of off the rails, our reprogrammed, Im- <laughs> our reprogrammed Imperial interrogator droid, AZ-00, a.k.a. Azu. Yeah. Uh, hey. okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, I don't understand how some of you work. Like, your brains are supposed to connect to your bodies, but, (laughs) like, that doesn't seem like it's always the case with some of you, but, you know... Wait a minute, this is what I'm talking about. This is why we have to get, get off the ship. It's getting a little weird up here, I think. Like, it's we are a little aggressive. Yeah, a breath of fresh I mean, air would that. do everybody I'm just good. Doing me, so, okay. you know. Guys, go go sit in the corner for a while, okay. honey. Oh no. I think he's okay. Broken. Interesting Honestly. perspective, Azu. Okay, uh, yeah, we're recording off. on June fifteenth, twenty twenty-two, and we're ready to jump into part five of Obi Wan Kenobi. Kenobi. It won't be a long discussion because not a lot happened. I mean, nothing. like nothing, nothing happened. Nothing. Except, yeah. except everything happened. Everything. Literally, every everything. Single thing everything. Happened. Everything. And it everything. Was art. 
But before we do that, let's go to some news on the march. News on the march. Gonna swing it on over to Caitlin M. Bush. Why, thank you, Brian. Uh, gentlemen, I don't know. There's a, a little movie out right now called uh, Lightyear. Oh. Which is hmm. part of the Toy Story It's a Tim universe. Allen movie, right? Chris Evans movie. Of the three of us, you were voted most likely to make that sound. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, I probably was made. Oh, Chris Evans. Yes, I've heard of him. uh, A young gentleman named Chris Christopher Jamal Evans. He was the Human Torch. The Human Torch. The Human Torch. Uh, Recently, they've been doing a little bit of press for this film, and Taika Waititi, who is in the movie was, of course, on the press tour, asked about his upcoming Star Wars film, which we know very little about. Yes, very little. So while speaking about it, uh, we know that it's going to be the next Star Wars theatrical release, at least for now. That could Mm -hmm. change. These things are always (laughs) up in the air. Uh, And when asked about it for Total Film, I believe it was, he said, and I quote, I don't think that I'm any use in the Star Wars universe making a film where everyone's like, oh, great. Well, that's the blueprints to the Millennium Falcon. Ah, that's Chewbacca's grandmother. That all stands alone. (laughs) That's great. Though I would like to take something new and create new characters and just expand the world. Otherwise, it feels like it's a very small story. Hmm, so interesting. All right, gentlemen, what do we what do we think about this? This is a this Hmm. is a fun. This is like the most that we've heard. About right. this movie, <laughs> till yeah. this point, we we've gotten the logo that looks like something from like Schoolhouse Rock or Schoolhouse something. Rock, exactly. Yeah. But. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, if anybody can do it, it's Taika. You know, so you know, if anybody's going to create a, a new uh, section of the world and new characters, I think he's proven he's got the chops for it with the Thor movies and a lot of the other stuff he's done. So go for it. Yeah. It makes total sense that this this is the direction he'd want to go and also the direction it should go. Aside from a couple signifier designs like maybe an astromech here or something, yeah. have it be removed and not about, well, who's going to show up? And if we don't get these cameos, it's a failure in the first five yeah. minutes. You know, he's just saying he just doesn't want to, re- he's not going to reinvent the wheel, but, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, it runs a risk though, because that's, remember, that's what Phantom Menace tried to do. Mm-hmm. with new designs and everything being very far removed. And no matter how history looks back on that, people look back on that. Oh, what wonderful memories. What a great movie that was not well received at the time. So I, I'm just, exp- and I, I'm sure with this, cause I love, uh, we all love all of Taika's work. Cause even recently, um, mm-hmm. uh, the, our flag means death was just unexpectedly yeah. in a brilliant, in a way I never saw coming. Did not I love, see that coming. I love Jojo yeah. Rabbit. I love what we do in the shadows. I yeah, love. Yeah, I was say even if you go all the way back to the original film that he and Clement uh, d- oh, did together. Gee, boy, uh, oh, yeah. Eagle versus Shark, Hunt for the Wilder People. It's yes. my, my only my wish for this, and it's and it's not like this is or else I won't go. But if we're talking <laughs> dream of dreams, um, is that he plays a part in it himself. I feel oh, like it's it's rare for him to be involved in something anymore that he is that he does not participate in. Yeah, I, and usually it's it's like they ask him to. It's not like he yeah. wants it because he's so good. He's so funny. He's so talented. In his own work, he's he's just brilliant. And his Blackbeard was heartbreaking in moments yes. too. It's it's yeah. so if he wanted to, you know, have Jemaine Clement come on in Star Wars too, it's yeah. like awesome. Do do that as well. Totally. <laughs> Jermaine in Star Wars, yes! Yeah, I'm a prostitute now. Um, so I was wondering if I might be able to get some 
money for that. Um, Maybe the Jermaine droid. I think it'd be a, a, a fantastic droid, fantastic alien oh, villain. Oh, he would be such yeah. a good droid. Ultimately, it really, I, I mean, I'm sure the three of us will really enjoy it. It doesn't matter. It's going to come out and everyone's going to hate it. That's going to be the new <laughs> thing to hate. The, yeah. This is, I'm surprised he won't, even wants, is entertaining to work on this. Because yeah. I mean, it's just going to be, there's no way he can succeed with this fan. I mean, there's no way. He obviously. Oh, he can. Yeah, and he's obviously done so much work with Marvel, which has an obvious, a very different vibe to the fandom and the history than Star Wars. But considering that he he already did work on Mando season one, yes, as a as a director, that series, as we've seen, has proven to be this hunting ground, for lack of a better term, in my brain right now for. The future of Star Wars directors. Yeah, that's that's yeah. where we you know we got we got uh, Taika, we got Deborah Chow working on all of that. I'm uh, there are so many other people Rick involved. Family Ewa moving yes. up, Rice moving up. They're plucking them not out of obscurity because they all are already household names, but considering that that's where we're looking to for the future of Star Wars. My mm-hmm. mother talks about Rick Famuyiwa morning, noon, and night <laughs> in the house. But you know, you know who who would be a great name for them to consider is 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 Bill Hader. We can do Jabba the Hutt dying. Yeah, can exactly. we hear it? Oh yeah, based off that would be amazing. the last. That'd be like, very the good. Second half of season three of Barry alone. Um, <laughs> it's it's like well yeah, but he can he do the action. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Watch season three of Barry. Yes, he can do. He's a beautiful man, Bill Hader. Nothing about he's, respect. He's, he's, he's a he's a very handsome man. Handsome that's man good, and just nice man. He's a very good man. He go, he sees uh, socially in a dating styles that that Anna Kendrick. She <laughs> Does did it the, really? the, the, oh, she oh, did okay. the cup song. You know the. Oh yeah, that that. I got my tickets for the bus going yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I go to the bus. And I'll take and that, that bus. has been news on the march. Well, thank you, Caitlin, and what a great news on the march it was. <laughs> I feel informed. How about you guys? You know, I I feel like I can just I can go to bed now. Okay, you know, I know exactly. With that, we're gonna <laughs> charge into about, part five of Obi Wan Kenobi. Kenobi. Now here's the thing: we're gonna yeah. get right down to it. I don't. I am not going to lie to you about what we are going to do. I am going to be completely honest. We are going to discuss and celebrate Ooh. the ever loving Criff out of Whoa. this episode. Now, yeah, here's baby. what we're gonna do. Here's the deal: for new canon reveals, we've got our canon canon. <laughs> If we have hot takes along the way, we will sound the hot take alarm. Apparently, the hot wish alarm is still a thing. If we have any hot wishes, you will hear the hot wish alarm if, in fact, any hot wishes pop up. And Ah, if anything blew our minds, that's right. We will let loose with a seismic mind charge. Now, this episode is brand new, and we do not want to spoil you for any of it. How are we going to make sure that happens? That's a great question. I would love to tell you. (laughs) Tell them, Brian. Be warned. Because we're going to get into severe spoiler territory, we are going to sound something we like to call the spoiler klaxon, and we're going to invite our good friend, Werner Herzog, to introduce and then sound off the spoiler cracks. Oh, and now, out of the out of the vents. There he goes. There he goes. Watch out. Move. Watch He's out. Once again, the floor. Read a passage from his book. Conquest of the Useless before sounding the spoiler klaxon. After the klaxon is heard, and you've heard Caitlin's now famous line, 
spoilers will come. Okay, Werner, after you. Here he is. For days, a dead roach has been lying in our little shower stall, which is supplied with water from a gasoline drum on the roof. The roach is so enormous in its monstrosity that there is like something that stepped out of a horror movie. It lies there all spongy, belly up, and is so disgusting that none of us has had the nerve to get rid of it. And now... You will oh, sound spoiler klaxon. That's right. That's oh, right. You're making this Forget up. about my roach and the conquest. It's time to sound the spoiler klaxon. All aboard my magical train of spoilers. Woo woo. Woo woo. What is that, Caitlin and Bush? There's a clear order in which to watch Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi Season 1, Part 5, and then listen to our podcast. Okay, thank you, Caitlin. Thank you, Werner. Everybody you, spark Werner. up because here we go again. Think, Punch it. Hello there. Jedi cannot help what they are. The Jedi code is like an itch. He cannot help it. Kenobi! Obi-Wan Kenobi, Part 5, released on June 15th, 2022 on Disney+, Plus, directed by Deborah Chow, Mind Blown! Just because I am just, I know this sounds a little bit wrong, but I'm in love with Deborah Chow. (laughs) Who amongst us isn't? Spiritually, mathematically, I'm just, I'm falling for her a little more every day. Written by Joby Harold and Andrew Stanton. There's only one thing to say, guys. Then let's begin. Episode (laughs) opens and right away we're on what I am assuming is Coruscant and bam, Padawan Anakin. An episode two mullet style Obi-Wan. <laughs> They're needing to train. They both Gorgeous. spark up and they have a sparring session that we check in with throughout this episode. Anakin is overly aggressive here and the lesson being taught is not one that he learns. His need to prove himself, as Obi-Wan points out, is part of his undoing in the end of the sparring session in the flashback and it probably still is his undoing in the present. His lack of patience among all, which is funny because some people in the Star Wars world have been very, very impatient about getting flashbacks to the point where they've just declared the whole show a failure because no flashbacks. And then, bam, we immediately begin with all of this Attack of the Clones, Padawan mentor stuff for immediate thoughts on these flashbacks. Seeing Anakin and Obi-Wan in Attack of the Clones mode after all this time, how they spaced it out, I thought it was so clever. I want to go directly to Caitlin M. Bush. It's so much fun. We all know it's so much fun. When we all knew this was coming. We all knew as soon as they said Hayden is coming back as as Anakin Skywalker, as Darth Vader, there was no doubt that we were going to get flashbacks, especially with the the technology that we have seen with the de-aging process that they are now able to do. Um, not that Hayden has really aged that much. Yeah, he's bulked uh, up. He's a yeah. youthful, he's a youthful gentleman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's, I mean, he's bulked up muscly wise. I mean, yes. he's like, yeah, he, he's, he's a, he's, he's, I, I don't want to say the word hunk, but he's kind of, <laughs> he's kind of know, a hunk. 
He's he's more svelte. He's more svelte. But but in in but this this episode two look back, uh, he's he's a little bit more gangly as he mm-hmm. should have been at the time with the, the age that he was. And the rat, um, the, you got the rat tail, Caitlin. Got the rat tail. Oh. He's ready to float some pears. <laughs> the rat tail. Oh, the, man. the pears. Don't get me started. Um, but I, I really, there's, I feel like there's just really nothing to add other than just violent screaming noises. And, and of course we knew this was coming, but it's just, it was really satisfying the way that they paced it throughout the episode. Brian, as you said, was great. The way that it is mirrored within the storyline. I just, it's, it's exactly what I wanted and I'm so happy. There was no hug still, but we'll get into that later. Yeah. I, I, again, there is a hug in the episode, but it's not between them. Um, you could say, oh, they just did this for fan service or whatever else. I still think whenever people say, I think, I think that's a very pessimistic and, and cynical way of looking at things. But here, yeah. I think it's anything but because the yeah. way they, they, the, what they're talking about and the scene as it plays out in pieces over all this thematically is incredibly relevant to the beats of the lo- of the present right. story as yeah. it's playing out. And, and you get the impression that Obi-Wan is remembering it throughout his time as he is trying to figure out this problem. And not just and Obi-Wan, that's, but that's the Darth thing. Vader He's, as well. Yes. We find out it's not Obi-Wan at all. It's actually all yeah. Vader's recollection. From a certain point of view. So <laughs> it's, it's crazy that... If anything, his fault, his faults are coming yeah, out because yeah. it's it's a, you'd think he wouldn't remember it like that. He'd remember it like, oh, he mm-hmm. just belittling him and making fun of him. Matt, I want to get your thoughts on this, too. So we're going to go to Matt Romano. Yeah, no, I was just going to elaborate on what you guys are already saying is that the, fa- the fact that like we're seeing the same flashback from two p- different people and, it, and they're actually both remembering it the same exact way. It's just that, you know one of them didn't really take away the lesson. Like one of them mm. is they're remembering the, the same memory for two different reasons. Uh, and both of them are taking two different things from it, as we'll see as we discuss on and on. But I thought it was, that was a, a beautiful way to tell that, that side of the story. You know, it's not just Obi-Wan remembering and, you know, feeling, Oh, what was me? They're both remembering about this very interesting pivotal moment, which is seems like a simple sparring match, but a lot more. Mm, it's, makes it's, my heart go it's always yeah. it's always loaded it goes pitter patter let's get yeah. at her and <laughs> it's it, it, yeah it's interesting that that it's it's not a rashomon thing where it's coming it's it's the same memory yeah as they're both remembering mm. it mm-hmm. and faults and all so for obi-wan takes maybe once you start the original trilogy it takes about half a movie yep. for the lessons really already learned and he's right. already there for Darth Vader, it takes about three movies for him to get there. <laughs> and then could argue, more. Could argue, yeah, maybe six movies. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say six movies is probably yeah. a little and bit more stupid. Some episodes of Rebels yeah. and then, you know, so yeah. um, it's a, it's a, from a from a point of view yeah, and yeah, all yeah. that. Um, In the I just end, thought, Darth Vader never truly, Anakin was always a Padawan. Yeah. He never learned that's, his true That's lessons. the thing where he's, there's yeah. the line later where he says, it's like you are, you will remain a Padawan. And I immediately thought of, Mace Windu is like, we do not grant you the rank of master, probably yeah. because the million memes yeah. about that now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, when we cut out, like I said, when we cut to the present, we find out that this is Vader's memory the whole time, which again was the last thing I expected. I thought this would be Obi-Wan's memory and it's not, but it's also mm-hmm. great that the first uh, pullback, do you guys agree that this is Coruscant? What, what else could it be? Yes. Oh, it's gotta be Coruscant. Yeah. yeah. Really? It absolutely yeah. was. When they're, they're pulling out, um, He's do he's kind of looking through the slats and we see him echo this pose in both Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. But mm-hmm. he's leering out, hands clasped behind his back, 
and Vader does the same pose in the original trilogy a lot. And we see him doing it in this episode, just kind of peering out. It's interesting that they, they start, they start with a pan back that way. Mm. Um, so he's on the bridge of the star destroyer, which is the devastator, the same ship he uses in a new hope and rogue one. And Riva comes to check in. Kenobi has been tracked to Jabim. So Vader is pleased. He dubs Riva grand inquisitor and they head to Jabim, going on over to Jabim, cut to <laughs> Kenobi, Leia, Tala, Roken, and Sully pull up on Jabim. Haja, Kamel Nanjiani, is there because he has nowhere else to go now. He's being <laughs> hunted, and he says, so I guess I know what it's like to be a Jedi after all. I'm like, oh, oh. no, you don't. It's like, <laughs> Put him up. Cute, cute, but no. Uh, but it's still good to have him back. Roken yeah. and the path will help Kenobi get Leia back to Alderaan, but they have to get some people to safety first. The window is closing, and they made a great risk helping him as it was. So yes. Obi-Wan gets it and he's like, absolutely help mm-hmm. any way I can. Yep. And that's just, we, we, we go from him at the beginning of the show to helping no one except packing a little cube of meat away yep. for Zopi to now he's like full help mode. Ben Kenobi has become, is becoming Obi-Wan Kenobi. He's yes. back, baby. He's, kind back, of, baby. he's earned it back. And that's yeah. why it's like next time he reaches out to Qui-Gon, Quagga's yep. just going to be looking at him and smiling. He's going to be like, finally, I'm going to take your call. You did it. Yeah, yeah. finally, you, you dummy. You took it. you long enough. <laughs> I've been within you the whole time. The whole time, yeah, right. Roken ain't kidding because Vader pulls in on Jabim and wants the place locked down. They can't siege these people, but that's not his aim. He wants to tease Kenobi out. Obi-Wan, meanwhile, finds a box of lightsabers and a wall of messages, one of which says the light will fade, but it is never forgotten. Which I really, mm. I really like that phrase. He also yeah. start, puts on like it's not a full Jedi robe, but it's kind of part of. It's like a sleeveless Jedi robe. It's yeah, he, it's yet another piece of Jedi attire that he's laying onto yep. this. So each episode, he's reclaiming a little bit more. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I always like this this robe. Mm. Yeah, and it's, he's looking at it. He's like, well, it doesn't have sleeves, but you know, it'll do. <laughs> Because it gives him that swish behind him, you know, which which you need. Vader has no problem getting that swish because his swish is freaking enormous. Tracking device implanted droid slash temporary trader Lola has snuck into the machinery and has closed off the upper docking bay. Obi-Wan knows it's Vader up there and he is going to attack. He's not wrong. Obi-Wan just takes charge. And yeah. everyone, and with this is just great to see because everyone just, yeah, General everyone Kenobi. just mm-hmm. defers to him. They're mm-hmm. like, that's they, they, nobody is challenging him at all. He just snaps to, and he leans right back into this. It's great. Mm-hmm. They can't beat them, but they can buy some time to escape. A large amount of stormtroopers land with some purge troopers in the mix. Reva lands to command them and the attack begins. They must get the upper door open, but Roken is too big to get into the vault. <laughs> Who isn't? Uh, Leia. Yeah. Immediately volunteers. Yeah. She's like, get me a ladder. You know what? Get get the 10-year-old girl. Get her she up there. She volunteers yeah. to go in there and just try telling her that she can't. They do. And she's and Obi-Wan's like, uh, uh, nope. And, and and she's like, I'm going to go get it open. Roken questions this, but Obi-Wan gives him what for. You trust me? I trust her. Get her the ladder. He has Haja keep an eye on her. <laughs> it's the best he can do. It's like, I'm not and a babysitter, he gets, y'all. He gets a ping <laughs> on his old comm, and it's a hollow message from Bail Organa, who is worried about the silence. It's been a while 
It's like I sent you on like a two-day mission, and it's been weeks. If he doesn't hear anything soon, he's heading to Tatooine to help Owen with the boy. And those are three details you should not say yeah, in a hollow message. Come on, man. Come on. But I'm uh, sure it'll Tatooine be fine. boy what's Owen. The, oh, what's man. the worst that could happen? Yeah. It's not like somebody knows, some, has met somebody in the first part named Owen on Tatooine who might have a boy. <laughs> and if they're going to wind up with this, come on, ain't, ain't nothing bad going to happen today. Anyway, uh, we then get a little more Imperial history from Tala. She name drops the planet Garel once again, which we remember from Star Wars Rebels. And she finishes the wise conversation that she and Obi-Wan started in the previous episode. Some things you can't forget, but you can fight to make them better. The imps are almost through, however. Obi-Wan tells Roken, who is fighting with a bowcaster. Rarely you see yeah. a human outside of Han Solo trying it out for a minute. I like it. Um, just flat out. Yeah, he looks good <laughs> yeah, with it, too. He does, yeah. If it suits him, I'm like, it works. looking good. Looking cool. good. When it works, it works. And for you, it works. <laughs> O'Shea Jackson breathes a big sigh of relief. He's a big <laughs> listener. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's a big listener. He's been waiting for our take. Right. Finally, for like he made months. it. <laughs> yes, Mr. Jackson, you are a okay. So Obi Wan then says, Look, I'm going to talk to Reva and buy us some time. They talk through the big front door, and he asks the question we've all been wondering How did Reva know that Anakin was Vader? Vader would have kept that hidden. And you're too young to have known him. Unless you were there. Figures it out. Yeah. Unless you were there. It's like watching <laughs> yeah. Poirot work out a thing, or Columbo was like, oh, and one more thing. <laughs> Unless you were there. Yeah, he did it, though. He got it. So, he got yes, it. <laughs> she was, as suspected by us, and about, to be to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, three quarters of the internet as yeah. well. It wasn't just us. <laughs> Reva is the first Jedi youngling we see in the first episode. So, yes, a lot of people were right about that, but it's not often we get to say this. Yeah. So I'm going to. Hey, hey. We were, we were also right. We were also we right. Were right. I, I think we said it in the preview show. Like, not, not even the we first time. We said Instagram. it a while ago, yeah, that yeah. Reva was going to so, be a Jedi. No, not only a Jedi, but that, that first young that we see, right, that's yeah, her. Right, yeah, right. Uh-huh. Yeah, there you go. It's like, and, and we are, we do, we were wrong, and what did I miss all the time? Hardly ever do we get to do a, hey, we were right. Yeah, yeah. So, we were right, Matt, hit me with some air horns. Okay, yeah, I was going to say, what's the sound for, hey, we were right? Just hey, a whole lot of, just a, a lot whole of lot of air horns. horns. Okay, here we go, a lot of air horns. <laughs> a lot of them. So many people have turned us off. Okay. Give me an excuse me just for good measure. Excuse me. Whatever that was. Okay. So yes, she was the first Jedi only we saw in the first episode and she flashes back now to order 66 and through her, we see Anakin strut up to the other younglings with the 501st and lay them out. He's, we see him full on cutting these kids down and they mm. cut away in Revenge of the Sith. They don't cut away here. And that's why they put a, an advisory in front. If you, you guys noticed in front yeah. of this episode as a whole, yeah. they said the, the first time I've, I've seen this advisory on Disney plus for violence. Well, they added this same message uh, to the first episode to the first part. Yeah. Yeah. People's reactions to that episode. And so that immediately kind of tips you off. I was like, okay, what's going to happen here? Yeah. Um, Cause again, in revenge of the Sith, they cut away here. Anyone who thinks, well, Disney is 
again, it's the is Disney shying away from the violence? Yeah, yeah is Disney George Lucas soft. himself cut away? Right. Disney's just showing it. And yeah. we, do we need to revisit the the crosshair shooting someone in the a, a, a human in the face? Yeah. Or the Rapunzel frying pan murders? We all remember those. Love that, the, the Rapunzel frying pan murders. So. You know, Disney, when they want to get murderous, they can be. Um, but she, and anyway, Reva says, here's some of her Kenobi blame, because she says, we thought, uh, not not Kenobi blame, but ha- hatred of Vader. We thought he was there to help us. And wow, was it the opposite? Yeah. He's not there to help at all, is he? No. no. <laughs> is there a kill? Yeah. Kill them all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all of them. The women and the children. Sorry. <laughs> I hate them. We've got Natalie Portman to save. To survive... And this is where I don't even think it's it's the scene of it happening. I think it's this description, which Moses Ingram acts the hell out of. She says, survive. She she played dead. Mm-hmm. And this is unfortunately just, you, you know, how how hard this hits with with recent events or whatever. This is this is some some really seriously dark, even for Star Wars. Uh, Vader killed the only family she knew. And that's the thing I'm, I'm remembering that episode where it's in the back of the I think it's Freck's truck. Obi-Wan says to Leia, it's like, and then they took me away, but then I got a new family. And then you realize, yeah. and his entire new family is dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a new family of Jedi and they're all dead. Right. Um, so Reva had the same thing, except played dead to escape. Obi-Wan then puts the final piece together himself. She's not helping Vader. She's hunting Vader. Yeah. So for Reva's entire history, cannon, cannon, fire. <laughs> For thoughts on this entire reveal, I want to go directly to Matt Romano. Yeah, I I mean, I thought this reveal was great. Although, like you said, I think we all suspected this coming. We saw this coming a few episodes away, but I think it was very satisfying and explains a lot of her actions that we've seen thus far in the series. And and just like where all this rage is coming from, you know, the reveal of how she knows Vader is Anakin. So Mm -hmm. I, I thought it was great and I was happy to see now the story start to transition into the end game. Like this is the moment now it's like, ah, okay. Like we finally see what her beef is with Obi-Wan and you could see like this confrontation coming with Vader. So I was just very excited uh, when we finally got to this point. It's not even really about Obi-Wan. It's, it's what a couple of our listeners have pointed out is that Obi-Wan is a means to get to Vader or to yeah. stay in Vader's good yeah. graces the whole time. Cause she's yeah. the real target thoughts. Caitlin and Bush. Uh, is, as Matt said, we, have kind of been seeing this coming, but to see it played out, it's confirmation of just how complicated and fantastic this character is. Not only is Moses Ingram acting the hell out of it, but this character is so much more and so much better than I think anyone was expecting for, you know, the quote unquote villain of the series. This, Mm. this revenge plot. It's, it's genius. I love it. I love everything about this. This is incredible. I I had, I'm having so much fun with it. And a great way to introduce into live action, the inquisitors, like, you know, it's not like these just like random aliens from, from wherever, like here's somebody relatable. Here's a, well, yeah. uh, Here's here's ninth sister who has horns coming out of the bottom (laughs) of her head. Um, it's, it, it, it is fascinating and she's such an interesting character. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe all three of us honestly believe that we're not saying this to be contrarian or because we think it's the right thing to do or it's the right take to have, or we want to support Moses. Even though 
even though we do support Moses Ingram, we didn't like the character or whatever we'd say so. But I honestly do really find, I, I, I mean, yeah. I don't know how else to say it. I'm like, yeah, I'm, not, yeah. I'm always kind of full of it. This is one of the most tragic characters that we've seen in Star Wars in years. And yeah. that's saying something. There are tragic ass characters in these in these recent shows and movies. But my God. The what the the weight of the universe is on this woman's shoulders, and she has plotted for how long, a waiting decade. for her chance, a decade, yeah, yeah to, a decade. to get her chance and from from the gutter. Yeah, it's like oh, she rising. is looking her potential murderer, the murder of her family in the face, or rather in the mask, mm-hmm. every day, following his orders in the hopes that she will get her one chance to stab yeah. him in the back, literally. Yeah. And also in this time period, this is a fine example to not only Vader, but the emperor of, well, here's why we eventually will get rid of the inquisitors once they've served their purpose, because all they're going to do is infighting. They're going to come at us or whatever, all of them. This is why the rule of two exists because you get Mm -hmm. more than not even, they're not Sith, but more than two dark side users in a room. Look what happened with Ventress, Maul, Savage and all that. (laughs) Yeah. It's you get more than two in a room and even then you're screwed, but you Mm -hmm. get, 12 or however many of them there are, look at what happens. So there are always a means to an end. She goes from being, you know, so she's disposable this entire time. So she's going to use it for something. It's a shame that I feel this need to defend my enjoyment of a character <laughs> that exists in a space wizard oh, show. Not here. You but don't I know, have to do that I know here. I don't have to defend it to either one of you because you, you know, but it's, it's that that's, a weird state of affairs. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Obi-Wan tries to make a deal with her is what ends up happening. She doesn't Mm -hmm. trust him though. When order 66 was happening, where was he? Well, Mm -hmm. I said to the screen, he's getting blasted (laughs) off a wall by commander (laughs) Cody. That's not really fair, but okay. Fighting on a lava planet. Yeah. He he was also fighting for his life and trying to save people. Eventually he was like reuniting with Yoda. He was killing Grievous, getting blasted off the wall. He had a, he had a movie there. Yeah. He was not looking good. He was burnt up at the end of it. Not as bad as Anakin and not as Uh, bad as he was at the end of part three of this show, but come on. (laughs) She also blames him because he trained Anakin. And, and look at the job he did. It's like he can't no, even spell. For God's <laughs> sake, he can't spell. You were supposed broken. to teach him. Look at him. He was him a perfectly healthy, spell. fine Padawan, and you broke him. Look at him. He was a perfectly good Padawan, and you broke him. You broke him right to. I don't know what that reference is, but I'm enjoying it. <laughs> he was a good boy. This is another thing I like. We we were talking about it last week too. Whenever she screams, she's got such a good scream. And you guys know, I'm I'm going to nominate her for the Star Wars Screaming Hall of Fame for the screamers, such characters as Kylo Ren and Orson Krennic. There are some really (laughs) wonderful people that I just characters. Yeah, I just love it when they just scream. She's almost certainly going to be inducted next week, listeners. Get excited for that. Yeah, and also, it's also the uh, the guy. Rats hey, Tyrell. Rats Tyrell. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> okay, you trained Anakin, you broke him. You bought him. She says, she, he says, you can't stop Vader alone. And she then drops one of the saddest lines in this episode. And I think it's my favorite Reva line, period. And it's not screamed. It's almost whispered. You have no idea. 
conversation over. Red blade through the door. Obi-Wan oh, force cool. pushes her back so hard. Power. As troopers swarm. Obi-Wan sparks up. And they all, the battalion is just going off. Everyone's shooting, gunning on both sides. There's action all over the place. Obi-Wan's deflecting every which way. Haja, meanwhile, is still watching Leia working on the top gate. And he's like checking in. He's like, you almost there? And she's like, uh, you know, piss off, man. I'm doing what I'm doing. <laughs> working on it. So this is just the, the action is pretty from this point on. It, it's just it's a it's a mile a minute thrill ride. Mm. Um, the others are running. Ned B, who is who is back from the beginning, watches them land and everything. He's going uh, at him with a blaster. He's holding yeah. his own. He yep. and Tala both shooting up a storm. Tala gets hit. My heart stops. Uh, she falls. Oh. Ned uh. B. Then gets hit several times. I don't know, Caitlin. You probably got flashes of K two S O, knowing you. It hurts. Oh yeah, in that scene. Yeah, and he's going down. And in his last moments of sentience, he uses his body to shield Tala before going dark. Tala blows a door to save the others. Gives Obi Wan a "May the Force be with you" and takes out a thermal detonator and just hits the button right in her hand. Yeah, and. She and what's left of Ned B just explode. And that's not something you come back from. For the death of Tala and Ned B, cannon, cannon, fire. And yes, I'm very sad. Uh, Loved the loader droid. I think we should honor him in all the merchandise. Give me all the toys. Give me. Yes, I I agree. Yeah. yeah. Ned Ned B is wonderful. But yes, I am sad. That Indira Varma is gone. Her too. Mm. Yes. Yeah. But I'm glad there was as much of her on the show as there was. I wasn't expecting there mm. to be as this yeah. much. And what a fantastic way to go. I mean, it's sad way for the kid, but acting wise and everything, what a great way to go out. Yeah. Great character. And I really like this. Yeah. I really like this character, especially the history you learned for every family she saved. And she was involved with, with helping the empire round up for sensitive families. Didn't know that's what she was doing. So when she saves one, she has a little scorch mark on her blaster, uh, blaster holster. And um, obviously the performance was fantastic because it's Indira Varma, but her perspective was very interesting for me too. For thoughts on what Tala has brought um, to her life and their time together. I want to go to Caitlin and Bush. (sighs) My God, this is a great character. As as we all knew from Indira Varma, uh, there there is not a character that she embodies that is not fantastic. But Tala, especially, I think, is the predecessor to the the lapsed stormtroopers that we see later on in the sequel trilogy. People who didn't necessarily know what they were getting into were perhaps forced into it. Who were perhaps manipulated and then for them to turn against the oppressors for them to turn against it and say no we are going to fight we are going to win against you it is appropriately heartening and to lose her really freaking sucks guys <laughs> yeah. like we knew there had to be some sort of significant character death we knew it wasn't going to be obi-wan mm. we knew it wasn't going to be leia yeah i, I kind of probably expect- be more there will definitely be more. I kind of expected Kumail to bite the dust. Uh, oh, but he's got to live course, so he can play old man Kumail um, in like the Mandalorian. Just like, so he can pop up in Andor? Yeah, exactly. If, oh, yeah. But of go. course, it had to be the, the incredibly 
emotionally deep character, the one, Had the first person the, who, the, the first light of ad- my life, right? The probably the first um, <laughs> adult, because and we're not counting Leia here, outside of Bail Organa, who. Obi-Wan has had really any trust in. This was the first person to help, kind of help pull him out of his funk. And of course yeah. she had to die. And yeah, hit, her death, unfortunately, does spur him in that moment. And it will probably affect him. Yeah. Which, say what you will about that trope, but I think she had a hero's death. And uh, the fact that Ned B, like you said, Brian, used the last of his moments to uh, shield man. her. My heart, you were right. My heart also, it, I immediately went to K- uh, K2SO in my yeah. brain. No, it was it was quite a blow this whole scene, and yeah, but she uh, is definitely Obi Wan's intellectual and emotional equal in a lot of ways, so mm-hmm. they can relate. Their experiences are very different on the page, but universally, they have a lot of things in common. Unfortunately, even though it was in a different time period, this part of me was like, well, they push her through the world between worlds. She pops up on Mandalorian. She then <laughs> yeah. has a right to use in world between no, worlds. No, no, okay. no. For good reason, to reunite her with Pedro, to reunite her with Pedro Pascal. Oh right, yes. So yes. they could share the screen together once more. I don't know what right. you're talking about. No, it would be delightful. Yes, okay. Face sandwich cutter. She's probably, she's probably, uh, no. you know. No, she's dead. She's yeah, definitely yeah. She's, dead. She's gone. You yeah. don't come back from a thermal detonator from the hand. I feel like yeah, that's no, what you know. Well, you. I mean, you would know. Um, <laughs> So, okay, Vader is told Reva has breached the walls and he orders them to stand down. He says Kenobi is already ours. And in the flashback moment that we get here, positioned perfectly, Anakin wants him to admit that he is beaten. And Anakin saying that is like, immediately thought, Matt, do you think Empire Strikes Back? You are beaten. Oh, yeah. useless to resist. Yeah. And, yes. Right? He lo- yeah, yeah, he likes saying that to people. <laughs> it's it's like a triple he's peril. He's always going to win. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 he's got to win. It doesn't matter. He's impatient. Yeah. He's got to win because he's got to prove to be a master. He's holding yeah. me back. Um, Obi-Wan knows he has to go. Vader wants him, expects him to surrender to save the others. So he gives his stuff to Haja and charges him with protecting Leia. Uh, not, I mean, not, not Obi-Wan's best decision. I don't know. No, but he's got the, the line there where he says when, because Roken questions this, and but that line that he says back to him is fantastic. You want to tell me how you're going to fight without a weapon? There are other ways to fight. And this is yeah. another thing that this is something that, that Vader Anakin has never learned. And also right here, there there are other ways to fight. It's that's... The whole Yoda Qui Gon connection, right there, isn't it? Yeah. In a way. Yeah. It's we're not going to win right now, but here's the longer game, the longer game that we're running. That's what Yoda says in that Clone Wars arc where he discovers this. He's like, we're going to lose the Clone Wars, but overall, we're going to win in the end because of this thing I've discovered. Is that a yeah. thing? Well, that's Is what he says in there? New Hope, right? He says uh, to Han when they're getting like pulled in by the Death Star, doesn't he say? There are alternatives. Oh, there to are fighting. alternatives to fighting. Yeah, yeah, I think he's being a little more literal there. I'm yeah. probably reading too too much into this, but I think <laughs> that's like Qui Qui Gon when he pops up in the sixth episode. And if he doesn't, I'm just gonna yell. And no, it's if he doesn't, he doesn't. That's fine. Whatever you want to show, whatever you want to do, I'm happy to have you. Yeah. But if he does pop up, I can see he was like, "You were right. There are other ways to fight, and I have a specific set of skills." Um, so Obi Wan walks out, hands up, and he is seized. Reva alerts Lord Vader, and then Obi Wan gives her one of his more badass lines in an episode full of badass lines. Mm. You're not bringing him to me. 
I'm bringing him to you. He then tries to talk Reva once again into helping him. He won't see, Vader won't see it coming as he says, all he'll see is me. And I guess she agrees because Obi-Wan is back in the base and free again right after that. So I guess she lets him go. Question to both of you. Is that what happens here? She kind of takes him on the deal based on a line Vader has later. I'm, I'm guessing she, we don't hear her say it. it's like, yes, join forces. We have back in the base. You will go. The next shot, he's back in the base. You know, he's not yeah, there yeah, waiting for Vader. Yeah. So yeah. part of her I think must it's a have really agreed. smart. I think it's a really smart uh, editing decision uh, for the show in of itself because they could have done the whole yeah, like shaking hands. Yeah, we're bros now. Yeah. But, it, it, but we don't, don't know what that. to trust. You don't need that, and it's it it gets that question going. It goes okay, yeah. what's going on here? Where where are we going with this? And we just get to see uh, Obi Wan play his little like cat and mouse moment with 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 Vader. Yeah, I don't think it, it was a handshake. I think it was just like no. a silent like agreeing. No, like she's just gonna agreement. let this play out. She's just gonna like oh you know what okay yeah, fine that we don't I got see. you cornered, but let's try it. Yeah, and the, and the result is we're questioning every move everyone makes for the rest of this. We don't know. That they've that they've had that. So when, then, what happens happens. It's it's even more exciting. It's genius because yeah. we're we're yeah. on the edge of our seats. You could say <laughs> this was a whole episode on the edge of your seat. I would on say the edge of your seat, <laughs> edge of my seat, the whole slapping action. <laughs> I honestly mean that. I was on the edge of my seat. Yeah, same. my leg if I could, but I lost my leg. When I went out to go and <laughs> get out of here, oh, Lars. Man, get the hell out of here. Get Seriously, out of here, Lars. No, further. I'm sick of being on the ship. Back. <laughs> people come I, crawling I really out of the felt, vents. I really, I really come out of the vents, Caitlin. The floor. Every time. Come out and say uh, something yeah, no, because no, now's, but that's now's the yeah. time. Don't invite okay. them. Okay. No. I, I was just making, I'm trying to flush them out. <laughs> yes, please. In the flashback, Anakin disarms Obi-Wan and he thinks it's over. He says, and, and Obi-Wan says, your need for victory, Anakin, it blinds you. And here's the part of the lesson that Anakin Vader still has not learned, at least one of the parts of it. Also, in case we haven't said it enough, the sparring choreography, I don't think we've said it yet, actually. The sparring choreography, sparring choreography in this whole section. (laughs) Now, the fight choreography here, it's 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 not what we saw in part three. It's not A New Hope. It's not quite prequels either, but it's fantastic, isn't it? Matt Romano, what did you think of it? Oh, it was it was amazing. I mean, this is the moment we've all been waiting for. You know, these flashbacks. I hope we I, we get like a little bit more. Selfishly, same. It sounds yeah. a little entitled, Matt. I know, <laughs> I know. But I, sadly, I think this is this you're, might you're be. You're not it, saying but. it's like if we don't get more, I'm gonna boycott the entire. It's like you're not saying that. It's like <laughs> I was yeah. promised eight no, episodes. There I are six. You. Why have one when yeah. you can have a, a hundred? I get it. Caitlin and Bush thoughts on the sparring choreography hit me. Uh, there's so many callbacks to so many different moments from the films. Uh, you can, you can see the choreography in the way that it, it, it guys, it rhymes. Yeah, it rhymes. It rhymes. It rhymes. We kind of uh, get a little Obi Annie, you know the. It's yeah, hard to, yeah, like there's I so can't many. Quite describe it, but yeah, it, it, the, the, the listeners the, who know it is called the Obi Annie. The, 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 yeah. You should really see my idiotic attempt to do <laughs> it. Both right of now. us are like. <laughs> Reva did it last in, in part four when she's deflecting from from the T forty seven. Yeah, T-47. yeah. Did a, almost a perfect Obi Annie. My Obi Annie right now was. <laughs> But there's a lot of callbacks to various uh, uh, sparring sessions and various fights, and it's it's very satisfying to watch. It's so fun. The uh, clearly, uh, Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen are 
two of the best lightsaber wielders for they good did, yeah, reason. Yeah, they just had such a good time shooting that you scene. You can probably. tell they just had so yeah. much fun. Yeah. Oh, I bet there was such a bro down. Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, yeah. I guarantee you, Caitlin and Bush, even though there was no hugs in the episode, you know it's going to be loaded with obi Annie hugs. So. <gasps> The Disney yes. Gallery presents Obi Wan Kenobi. I can, I, I, can, I can see it now. Ewan's going to be like, "That was a nice triple Wally, Hayden." <laughs> like you know, as they're fighting or something. No, triple Wally. Do, yeah. do that one was more that time, please. Was that your attempt at Scottish accent? Do it one more. Please do it one more time. That was a nice triple Wally, Hayden. That was a nice triple Wally, Hayden. Thank you, Master. Okay. Good job. This is going great. Yeah, great. I don't job. know how. I don't know how we're we're gonna top that. <laughs> All right, well, we're moving on. Okay, podcasting on. in general should just end. How did this get made, Forever. Mark Maron? Yeah, y'all can just stop. Just stop right there. So, so Romano, just, uh, just be, yeah. well, okay. Moving Vader forward, Vader arrives on yes, Jabim. Yes, Vader struts up on Jabim. Reva has Obi Wan secured inside. He goes in to take care of it personally. In the vent. Leia has made some progress. She finds Lola and takes a little restraining bolt off of her. Lola's back and they get the top gate open. Lola, according to subtitles anyway, gives a happy beep. Those are parentheses. And I immediately. Happy beeps, bud. Happy beeps. Yeah. You got it. You you know, right here. Got you. We always got it. Never lost it. Everyone (laughs) runs to the ship and Obi-Wan's hollow emitter is dropped. Yeah. I don't know who had it last. I th- I'm not pointing fingers. I think it was Haja. Yep. But it's dropped on the it's ground. Haja. But I'm sure it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Yeah. No, Nobody's going to... Nothing gonna, gonna bad's going to happen today. No, nothing bad. Nothing, nothing bad. bad. It's going to be nothing, fine. Nothing bad, baby. Um, Obi-Wan reunites with Leia, and they hug. Hug! Mm. Yeah. And then I'm it's fine. to the transport. Um, <laughs> hug watch! Caitlin, lightning fast, rate this hug. I need a hug. Incredible. Uh, 15 out of 10. Whoa. Wow. wow. Oh, how Broke far we've come in a couple episodes. I remember the <laughs> 6 out of 10. Real disappointment from a couple weeks ago. Yeah. This is a 15 out of 10. What a moment. <laughs> Again, Matt, give us another you and how would you and respond to this hug? Mm, no, that's a that's a, a hug. That's a hug. <laughs> wow. That's a Wally of a hug. <laughs> what is this Wally for? Okay. Um Where Vader strides through the base during this his amazing stride, and we have some little twinges of the Imperial March from Natalie Holt's wonderful score. Not the full-on theme, but little hints of it. She gets very, very close. I can't wait to have this whole score and just see. Because she's not going bombastic with any of it, but little motifs, parts of it here and there, if you pay attention. Just as the transport is pulling away, Vader says, nope. And he actually doesn't say that out loud, but can you imagine? He's like, I don't think so. And pulls it back with the force. And not just that, slams it to the ground and rips it open. Yeah. And But it's right then that a second one right behind it pulls away. And he didn't see that one. Mm -hmm. So there was no one on the first one. Yeah. What's with you, man? With you, Come, man? On. Come on! Oh, you know what? Let me give it back to you. Oh, you fell for that too. I can't believe it, man. Sorry. Sorry. You could say that Darth Vader was blinded by his need for victory. Yeah. Oh, and in well. the flashback, yeah. disarmed Obi Wan defeats Anakin by force grabbing Anakin's own saber because his he's disarmed at that yeah. moment. So the symmetry there is once again just. Mwah. That's good stuff. For thoughts on this Vader scene and flashback parallel, I want to go to Matt Romano. 
Oh, I mean, this is what I was talking about right at the start of the episode when we were discussing flashbacks. It's like, mm. you know, they, they were, were seeing the same flashback from two perspectives. And, you know, Obi-Wan took, has learned a lesson and that's how he's able to defeat uh, Vader with this trick. And Anakin hasn't learned his lesson and that's why he fails. You're a great warrior, Anakin. But you'll need to prove yourself as your undoing. Until you overcome it... Padawan, you will still be. And it's all from this one singular moment. And mm. it comes to a head right here, and it's wow, it's beautiful. Mm. Loved it. If they were to fight one-on-one, I still think Vader would pull it out. But it, when it comes to stratagems and tricks like this, and, and Vader's yeah. good. No, that's not, I mean, but he has, a, he has a long way to go before he's Vader of the original trilogy. Absolutely. Okay, thoughts, thoughts any thoughts on this moment, Caitlin Bush, or should I press on uh, just the the power that vader has like the anger and the the hatred and obviously the last time we saw someone uh in live action try to stop a a cruiser was with kylo ren and ray doing their back and forth yeah it's that which which it in itself was kind of a little uh homage not intentional or not to star killer and force yeah. unleashed even though yeah. that's not mm. and sam Witwer. Was on Twitter just today. Someone tweeted that out and was like, "Little Star Killer is like, well, he did, he did train me." And it's just, it's so, just the I, I gasped while watching mm-hmm. Vader just yeah. slam that to the ground and rip it apart uh, with the force. It was you know, the power that this character has is absolutely insane. That's it. That's that, that's all. Oh no, no, absolutely. When he uses the 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 force and the dark side powers, not with his lightsaber, but with the force mm-hmm. and lifting. Big damn things like in in uh, Siege of Lothal on Rebels, which yeah. is some of my favorite Vader stuff, um, certainly in animation. Yeah. It's just. Uh, and we see it's, him it's, later it's on continue level. to use the force in the way that is, oh, is so beneficial yeah. he, to him. He has a moment that's mm-hmm. just that's unbelievable. And, yeah. and we're going to get to it right now. Vader's looking off as at the, the ship's off. It's another one of these. The ship just escaped and Vader's just looking <laughs> off at it. It's like. He's like, God he's, like he's trying to calm himself and just breathing. Son of a Gundark, what do I have to do to get these guys? Vader is looking off and Reva approaches him from behind. Whose side is she on? Well, she sparks up her red blade and the moment has come. Time to get her vengeance. Yeah. She attacks and nails Darth Vader from behind. He's dead. Star Wars is over, except <laughs> not really. The rest of the movies are pointless. Yep. The world of two worlds opens up and uh, Ezra just like, wink. And so that's closes. it. Yeah. Both podcasting and Star Wars is over. Both One of them ended by Matt Romano. The other yes. one by Reva, played by Moses Ingram. That's a wrap. We'll see you guys soon. Be the spark. <laughs> um, Not really. She does attach, but he stops her saber. Just with the force. And I don't think he even lifts a finger. And continues to do do that. It just Mm -hmm. stops before it even gets close. He was wise to use you against me. And we know from that line that she did join with Obi-Wan. And that Obi-Wan, again, was thinking three moves ahead. But... Maybe he was counting on that too. She screams and goes on the attack at one point, extending her, her blade into double mode. Mm. Vader doesn't spark up at all. He just evades her using the force and dodging. Eventually she sets her blade to spin, but he reaches out and stops it from spinning with the force. As if to say, that is so stupid. Would you all stop doing that? (laughs) 
breaks it in half, <laughs> drops one half to her, and then they go at it with two halves of her blade. Soon enough, he has both parts again. He advances of her on on her rather as she's on the ground. She has flashes of Anakin and the five first in the temple oh. as a youngling, and we see flashes of her again. Her there's Order sixty six. Then it's Vader in front of her. It keeps cutting back and forth in this really brilliant and horrifying way. Again, I thought that was very clever. As always, don't try to pull one over on Vader because he knew this was coming and he was using her the whole time. So even though she thought she was using Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan thought she was using her to get at Vader. Vader was just kind of playing along. Just He's to learning. twist that fork, that fork a little more. So he is learning some stuff. This is not an Ob- a thing you learn from Obi-Wan. This is something you learn from Emperor Palpatine. Yeah. A thing like this, multiple pawns, yep, multiple pawns set up. And when the moment is right, that's when you strike. It's patience. And it's never been the, the, the Anakin strong suit. I don't know, but that's, it's something you learn from Emperor Palpatine, as I was saying, Mm. the the long game as Caitlin, you've, we were saying before the the long chess game and manipulation or whatever. It's not coming from a place of good. It's using people. And that's, Patience at the end of the game is not about that. Um, as always, we as we've said, don't try and pull one over on him. He runs her through with his blade. And just to twist that fork a little bit more, the Grand Inquisitor, Rupert Friend, enters very much alive. Revenge does wonders for the will to live, don't you think? Hey. Hey. And that's pretty much dark side survival summed up right there, isn't it? <laughs> he takes her badge, her little Grand Inquisitor badge, um, it takes off. it, he's like rips it off and yeah. rips the insignia off her shoulder <laughs> and then says they'll leave her where they found her in the gutter and they leave her there, but she's not dead yet. I'm like, in the head, make sure she's dead. What are you, or maybe it's on purpose. It's, they're, they're there for the humiliation. Yeah. yeah. Again, Empire hubris. They're just like, we're going to leave you here for dead. There's yeah. no way you're going to come back and be a problem. Yeah. You know. Um, see this Stupid. list of many, many, many characters, yeah. including both of you. Yeah, exactly. The two people that know it. this lesson the most. Come on. <laughs> you just a couple episodes ago, you like yeah. 10 years ago. Maybe are your memories that short. Maybe they support being left for dead. It's like, you know what? If you can make it, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. We'll give you the chance. All right. Um, (laughs) For the Grand Inquisitor returning and not being dead and the exposing Ariva, cannon, cannon, fire. On the transport, Roken tells Obi-Wan their hyperdrive is down. Obi-Wan senses something is wrong. On the surface, Reva finds the hollow emitter that was dropped and calls up the message from Bale. It's a little broken, but she distinctly gets the words Tatooine, Owen, and the boy. Not good. We cut to Tatooine, the Lars farm at night, Luke, Grant Feely, sleeping. Uh, End of episode. All around thoughts on everything we saw. Let's start with Matt Romano. Ah, just a a fun episode. Uh, Just get out of the way. I think I called the hot take of the Grand Inquisitor coming back, like, right at the end. You know, like, 
You know, I think I'm going to say my hot take Don't, last week counts. No, no, okay. no, so it anyway, does not. Yeah, you said just, he finishes Reva off yeah, and he, Vader kills enough, her. You know, he didn't kill enough. her. But anyway. You are also yeah, like, he's dead, yeah, he's dead. Yeah, 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 you miss yeah. all the organs? Something about sand speeders. Anyway. Uh, no, you but, are, and don't try and turn this okay. into when Ezra Bridger shows up alive. Oh, I was right about that, <laughs> so too. Anyway, my thoughts on the, uh, the episode. Uh, no, I thought this was a really fun episode. Another... Uh, Another fine example of what a great Vader show uh, could be. You know, I would really just love to see more Vader on the move and like doing things around the galaxy because it's just so fun to he's see. Always on the move. Well, yeah, and every time he's on screen, I think it's just so much fun. And uh, there's not a moment that like Vader's on the screen that I'm not uh, enthralled and uh, excited and enjoying it's, myself. It's in, it's it's yeah. really something, isn't it? I mean, it the really way is. they've done they've done it this time with this version of the suit, yeah. Hayden in it. It's uh, just you, a classic you know, it's, villain it's, that you never really saw enough of. And, and you know, it's just, uh, I, I really, you know, he's Vader. Come on, well, start Vader. Well, Love seeing we him. loved what we had, but it's like yeah. more of it. Yeah. And the voice yeah, manipulation please. is, it's some of it's manipulated uh, James Earl Jones. Yeah, it sounds great. Some fun. of it's not, it sounds perfect. <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't, I don't give a fig. Yeah. Um, thoughts, Caitlin and Bush. Uh, we're going to see Liam Neeson next week. Yeah, well, we have to. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure we're at least going to hear him. And if we don't, yeah, that's we're fine. at least going to hear him. But, uh, I'm, it's going to be sure, freaking yeah. fantastic. I'm so, so worried. Even though we know that Luke's going to be fine because yeah. of other movies, I'm still really worried. Um, a little and, showdown on Tatooine. Yeah, up. and I just, I really, of course, we're going to go back. We're going to, we have to end on Tatooine. And I just, I hope Leia <laughs> yeah. gets home to her mom and her dad and doesn't have horrible, horrible nightmares because, guys, Vader was so close to Leia. Like physically, mm. he was so close to Leia. Even though we know that she's fine later on, I, I was, my heart was, was going a little bit when she was coming out of that vent. And I was just thinking, okay, let's hurry up. Vader's walking down the hallway. He's very yeah, close yeah. to his and daughter. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me let me ask you both of you this. If if Bale is on Tatooine and that's where Obi-Wan's gonna hand off Leia, she can't get close to Luke. But no, it's, it's gonna be one of those like, you know, pulling them away. She, from she each walks other. in the door and he walks out the door the other yeah. way. Like <laughs> yeah, exactly. Reeves, exactly. Clone Wars. Yeah. Maybe just the tip yeah. of the cap. Or just like yeah. they look at each other from across the room and it's like you know, they give him that look. Hey, nah, nah. Yeah. And, and like Luke is about to take a sip nah. of coffee, then looks at it and just dumps it out on the side <laughs> of the road. Right, guys, like, yeah, there we go. What, is, what am um, I drinking? Then, then, let me ask you this: Do you think for all of the for the the five episodes since he saw him, Obi Wan's been coming up with a retort to Uncle Owen? So he oh, he's gonna like one more burn the ghetto. Oh, like yeah. you trained his father? He'll say, yeah. yeah? Well, I had sex with your wife. <laughs> no. Well, he's like, well, actually, uh, Vader, I, I tricked him with I had two ships, and then like one ship flew away, and then, and then he was trying to grab oh, that one. And then so I he's flew not away working on one. a he's not working on jerk store. Is no, what I don't saying. think so. I don't think so. Well, I think he is. Okay, I think Obi Wan's um, too classy for that, but that's yeah. just me. Yeah, Matt. If 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 oh, if Ewan was to do a jerk store joke, how would it sound? He would say, uh, "The idiot store walloped you." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No way. No. How did we end up here? Phoned you. How did we end up here? I don't know. It it really is kind of the worst and the best at the same time. (laughs) Yeah, it's so bad. It makes me really happy. Slingshots around the sun and becomes brilliant. Still, ding dong, do you? No, no. no, (laughs) Please, Matt. Only when I ask for it, please. Just like in real life. Try to think of words. It goes on the podcast. Only when I ask for it. Oh, oh, it's apparent. (laughs) Okay, good. It's apparent. (gasps) 
Um, I, and one one more quick question. I'd be remiss if I didn't ask this. Caitlin and Bush, is this your favorite part so far? And if not, which one is, if you had to choose? I, I My immediate reaction is yes. I want to go back and rewatch everything before I say what, exactly what my favorite episode is. But uh, immediate reaction, yes, this is my favorite because it, it there's there's just so much happening. Yeah, and, and there's a lot of satisfaction and done in very satisfactory artistic ways. Matt Romano, mm. how about you? I still, I, I love this episode, but I still think I episode three was my favorite. The first confrontation, just because uh, they're, confrontation. you know, and because I, I, I don't think we're going to, I doubt we're going to see them uh, face each other again. I think that was it. I think that kind of don't want them to. I don't want, I don't them, want to them to either. Yeah, I, I want I the like next that. time that they face yeah. each other to be on the Death Star. Yeah, there's enough of them facing, facing each other. Yeah. In other ways yep. than physically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're of, facing it, off like from afar in this episode. Yeah. Again, at this point, if they do, I completely trust Deborah Chow and these people yes. to to bring yes. it off and pull yeah. it off. Ultimately, I think, I, I I think here's something you were right about, Matt Romano, is last week when you said this is really going to turn into one six hour or five and blank minute mm. movie. Yep. That's what it's going to feel like when watched all together. When we watch it, that's how yeah. I think we're going to watch it. Yeah. And I think it's just going to be a different experience. Yeah, completely. It and, and it almost makes you think that if you watched it all at once, like the, the Revo reveal might have come quicker, you know, like, or you wouldn't have to wait well, so maybe long. Maybe people you know? would have shut up a little bit. Yeah, maybe people will shut know? up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe shut up. The show shut up much. Lay out. <laughs> well, the jerk store called and it slept with your wife. With that, we're going to go to break, but we're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. Don't turn us off, although I completely understand if you do. We get it. We get it. Hi, I'm Marvelous Joe. And I'm his twin brother, Johnny DC. And together, we host the Dynamic Duel Podcast, a weekly show where we debate who has the superior characters between Marvel and DC. It's, it's Marvel. The correct answer is obviously Marvel. No, in reality, DC is better, which we help prove through stat-based simulations of battles between your favorite Marvel and DC characters. We give in-depth profiles of heroes such as Spider-Man and Batman, then discuss, as civilly as we can, who would win in a fight before running a Monte Carlo simulation that reveals who would actually win. In addition to these dual episodes, we also review the latest Marvel and DC films to hit theaters, as well as some of your favorite movies and shows from the past. So if you're a fan of either Marvel or DC, or a fan of both, we'd love to have you come listen as we have a blast every Tuesday. Though really, if you think about it, who's a fan of just DC? Uh, smart people. Attractive people. The list goes on. Check out Dynamic Duel at dynamicduel.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Vanessa Marshall, and you're listening to Return of the Pot, a podcast about Star Wars. May the Force be with you. And as always, many boats. We're back, and now it's time for some galactic points of interest. Good news has come to the citizens of Lothal. Matt Romano. Yeah. Um, news for you. Oh, okay. Only one point of interest this week, and that's to say this isn't a real point of interest at all. It's just <laughs> something I'm doing. I'm okay, finally good. playing Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. Wow, finally. I've joined I've joined the group. I know both you, you and the fight. Are, are already in there. Uh, some of the references in this mm. game have some of them are expected, you know, Han and Greedo shooting first. Some of them have astounded me by how random they are though. One that sticks out the most is one of the puzzles is named after the Ordu Espectu. And if you get that reference, you're cool. If you don't get it, you are also cool. 
but I'm like, <laughs> wow, that's, I, I just, I couldn't believe they threw that in as usual with these games. Stud multipliers are your friends and should be your first priority, but you likely already know that. And that's going to take us into real talk. I'm looking forward to having some real talk with some real folks over on Apple podcasts. A thank you to Nathan Carey for what I believe is an updated review. It's very oh. nice. Either way, a big thank you to, I hope I pronounce this right. Z night X I night for their Ooh. review as well. Um, they say Z night or X X a night. Um, <laughs> I'm ruining it, uh, Mr. Knight. For their review as well, they say they are another lost Padawan who is just finding us again. This keeps happening. How wow. do we, how do we, we need to build a path. I, I, we, we honestly do need a path. I don't know how else to just because like. Because we've got to get better at this because it's something's, something's breaking down. <laughs> something's not working. Um, hello and thank you as well to our old friend Firecop890, Fire who I Fire think might cop. be in the same position. And that's one of those names you never forget. Never um, forget. And I'm wondering is, if that's what they used to call firefighters back in the day. They I think we need Fire more cops. Fire Cops, honestly. You're famous for saying that. Yeah, I've always said that. Fire I, 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 cops. Call me crazy. Yeah, I think cops. we need more fire cops. Anyway, thank you for your comment, Firecop890. Also, an updated review from the listener named I Named My Dog Tano, mm. who first mentioned, first, they mentioned the top five favorite bits yep. from the show that another listener brought up a couple episodes ago. And purely coincidence, their favorite bit is us continually <laughs> telling Cleve Lars to get out of here. <laughs> Um, I give cre Caitlin credit for that one. I started the nonstop impressions of Klieg Lars, but it was definitely Caitlin who coined the now famous <laughs> phrase, get out of here, Lars. <laughs> so which always makes me laugh. This particular listener enjoys it because their first name is Lars. Oh, so, so we're yelling okay. at you. Yeah, You're get welcome. out of here, well, Lars. We, we, don't, we, didn't, we didn't know that. We didn't know that. But yeah, Caitlin, give it. Give him, give a, give this listener a get out of here, Lars. Get out of here, Lars. Yeah. There yeah. You go. Good job. Um, also, they already have one dog named Tano, but they're asking if we have any ideas for names to potentially give a new puppy. I'm thinking Matt <laughs> Romano, the dog. <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, first of all, any better ideas? What, what an honor. No, I have no better or, ideas. Or little, little Matt Romano. <laughs> no, because Little Matt Romano will get big, you know, someday. But uh, I think this? I like Matt Romano the Matt dog. Romano? No, the brand, the dog, is Matt Romano the dog. What about what about a zoo? Uh, no, I don't want to be a okay, dog. No, 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 no. Who asked nobody him? Asked. I know we're talking about Matt no, Romano the dog. Literally, yeah. nobody yeah. asked him yeah. anything. Yeah. Caitlin yeah. posed I think, a question. I, I like the name as. I like the name as. Yeah. No, I think Matt Romano the flamethrower. <laughs> Matt Romano the dog. Kids, the kids love are gonna this love one. It. Yeah. Merchandising. 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 Well, um, I named my dog Tano. I think we've been of zero help there. <laughs> You're but welcome. For what it's worth, that's what we think. With that, we're going to escape on a second transport hidden behind the first one. But we'll be back next week to cover part six of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Kenobi! The finale. Wow, I can't for believe. Now, <gasps> as far as we know, the yes. Obi-Wan, as I've said, I'm how many ready. times, the Obi-Wan Kenobi ready. finale. It to comes sooner every year. Yeah, I mean, it's barely Halloween is barely even over. And I, you know, I can't believe how how our journey of Kenobi is almost at an end. But I'm excited. You know, we're gonna have this big showdown. You know, gonna see a little bit of Luke, a little Aunt Beru, 
Come on. We feel like it just began because it did. It did. It literally just began, just began like a little over a month ago. And, and we don't know what that means for our season. We don't, uh, we'll be honest, we don't know what the hell we're doing next. Who knows? Um, no idea. We're going to be doing some planning or whatever else. But we do know that Disney, another Disney Plus day is approaching. Oh, so, oh thank so God. So we want to get our big nothing rulers out <laughs> to Gotta get my mutton. Gotta get my mutton All ready. the development, get the mutton so Matt can make artwork, which ends up being the most exciting part of the day. <laughs> anyway, next week, we're going to do all the stuff we usually do, too. We might, we might actually, you know, bring back an old segment, have a little fun along the way. Who knows? I don't know. Have a few laughs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe, um, I don't know. Maybe we'll record at night, and maybe it will be a, um, a weird one. A night with Spotchka. Maybe I'm just making this up just now, but um, why not? I ask you, listeners, I ask you, why should we not? In the meantime, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Return of the Pod. You can find our website at returnofthepod.net, where you can leave voicemails. You can visit returnofthepod.store, where you can buy all kinds of merchandise. Oh, my God, the shirts, the stickers, the mugs, they're lackluster, but they hold liquid in them, and what else do you need them to do? And you can also find us directly, Caitlin M. Bush, you could be found. I can be found at at Caitlin M. Bush. That is C-A-I-T-L-I-N-M. Bush like the beer, not like the presidents. Marijuana, you can be found where? Oh, man. I can be found hiding from whatever's going on over there. (laughs) At at Marijuana. I've been on the ship too long. Uh, We have been on the ship too long. This is exactly what I'm talking. It's like the ending of sunshine in here. Search for me. MattRomanoTheDog.com. Caitlin? (laughs) And I can be found on Twitter and Instagram at Brian Silliman. That's at B-R-I-A-N-S-S and Sky Guy, I-L-L-I-M-A-N. I'm also available for children's parties. Just chat with your feelings and share your thoughts. We love hearing from you. Subscribe, leave a comment, and give five stars if you're feeling generous as a magician, Caitlin, not as anything else. And probably not a very good one. Yeah, a magician. Take that part out. In fact, never play this again. Soak them if you got them. Take it, Sheevy. And remember, hope is like the sun. If you only believe in it when you can see it, you'll never make it through the night. This is the way we have spoken many boats and be the spot.